0: Moncrief on News Talk. Now you may have seen that John Cleese has announced that he plans to turn Faulty Towers into a musical and bring it to the West End in London. But that's just the latest in a very long line of stories that have been given the musical treatment. The Colour Purple, a story of sexual abuse and racism. Now, it's a musical. The Titanic, a shipwreck where over 1,500 people died. It's a musical. Musical's devotee, Esther McCarthy, is here to justify all this poor taste. Good afternoon, Esther. Hi, John. I feel like we should be singing this segment. Uh, That's okay, (laughs) uh, uh, if you like. Uh, But surely there are situations where it's, like, really a terrible idea, such as The Colour Purple.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm there for them at the moment, to be honest with you. I used to be a uh, pretty prejudiced uh, up against musicals. I used to really not like them, but I think I've mellowed as I've gotten a bit older and I'm kind of really fond of them now. And when I heard about uh, Fawlty Towers being made into a musical, I was kind of delighted. I just think that pity black humour um, on a stage performance could be great. You know, I, I'm here for Manuel tap dancing his way through a big number called I Know Nothing. Um, and also, you know, this, the, the Fawlty Towers um, show is to combine three episodes, including n- n- notoriously the Germans. Mm-hmm. So there is bound to be a lot of dark
0: humour going through this one, I think. Yeah. No, you could see that uh, where, where that would work. All right. Um, uh, it, 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 but it seems as like everything is, uh, is potentially being considered as a musical now.
1: I mean, I think it's Lin-Manuel Miranda's fault. He made he made the musicals really commercial, I think. And, and the huge popularity of shows like Hamilton, I think, widened the audience internationally for stage musicals. I think, you know, it was something like Hamilton was kind of spawned uh, the idea of Irish people travelling to the UK for a weekend with their kids to go and see a musical. I think that was kind of new, Um you know, to be done that broadly, anyway, and then I think the the success of the Borgosh Gosh Energy Theatre here shows you that there is a wide audience. Um, my my own little nephew came up to Dublin over Christmas to see Wonka the musical mm. um, in in Dublin, so it's it's definitely a growing market. Is there too much of it? Sure, look, this is showbiz; like they will bleed a trend dry, you know, then the <laughs> Hollywood has been doing it for years. Um, and I think Hollywood is kind of remaking itself. It's, you know, I call the musical maybe the new reimagining, which is what we used to call remakes about 10 years ago. Um, and, you know, Hollywood has been notorious for plundering its own material to to bring audiences back again. And it's a generational thing as well, I think. I think, you know, musicals used to be regarded maybe as... A kind of a middle aged pursuit, but you see kids and families and the younger audiences coming to see them now that 's a really wide pool of um, of an audience
0: yeah but they, but then say do you remember the the, the u two spider man thing that was a, that was a disaster Why was that you would have thought they were pushing at, at an open door there
1: yeah, I think the problem with that was the expense involved. I think it was a really ambitious project. it was called Spider man Turn off the Dark. And the music and lyrics were by Bono and The Edge, but they notoriously kept delaying it um, amid rising production costs. And then when it did eventually open, it opened to pretty bad reviews. Um... And it's just kind of been quietly shelved, I think, in the years since. There was talk about it having a residency in Las Vegas, but that never um, actually happened. There was talk of having a tour of Europe with the show and it just really didn't happen. I think vampires already also haven't had a great time. Uh, vampires and horror broadly haven't had a great time on stage Um no, most recently, The which was based on Anne, Anne Rice's stories, of course, and interviewed the vampire from our own Neil Jordan. Um, that featured music Elton John and Bernie Taupin. And uh, the New York Post summed up public opinion when they called it bloody awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. OK, uh, yeah. O- also, like, they, tr- they tr- even going back a few decades ago, they tried to do a musical of Carrie. There, and there have been other uh, that was a flop as well, an absolute mm. like, disaster closed after two weeks. I think. Uh, So there are some things that don't adapt well.
0: Yeah, you'd imagine so, uh, really. Uh, Somebody says musicals are the best. The two best musicals ever are the South Park movie followed by Team America World Police. So obviously a a, a preference for little singing puppets there. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had a lot of them on screen lately. Like, I can't remember a time when there was three musicals in our cinemas at the one time and there is right now with Wonka, The Colour Purple and Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I think we also saw in recent years the popularity of shows like The Greatest Showman, which I think had a run in one cinema in Dublin that nearly lasted an entire year. Um, After a modest opening, that was a huge hit with Irish audiences. Mamma Mia as well has driven audiences and particularly younger audiences, I think, back to movie musicals. So it's definitely a trend and it's something I broadly welcome because I think for too long there we weren't getting any,
0: you know. Yeah, it does does seem to be because I suppose the the movie version then inspires stage versions uh, and vice versa. Uh, sci-fi horror fails, says the texter. So you've obviously never seen uh, the Buffy musical episode. Every show does a musical episode thanks to Buffy, uh, says David. You're right, I haven't uh, uh, seen that. <laughs> um, I, I obviously missed that one. Uh, they, this is not new. Uh, Les Miserables, The Phantom of the Opera. I saw Michael Collins, uh, the musical, and Lord of the Rings, the musical. Crikey. I didn't know there was yeah, a lot of Yeah, I saw... and.
1: I saw Angela's Ashes, the musical, which I didn't think... (laughs) that was ever going to be a thing but yeah. it was actually quite good you know really? it was actually quite good yeah I kind of I went to a few of them kind of for work related reasons for interviews and stuff um, I went to see to take that one um, going oh my god this, here's two hours of my life I'm never going to get back came out two hours later crying my eyes out going that was the best thing I've ever seen um, that was called greatest days it was really sweet oh, and yeah. a big hit and
0: that's a movie yeah yeah.
1: and that's been made into a movie so I, I kind of true. Work. I had my mind broadened a little. I think even Les Mis. I went to see Les Mis for an interview, um, a production here in Dublin. And it, you know, I hated the film. I absolutely hated the film. It did my head in. But actually, the, you know, the stage adaptation worked really well and translated into the historical elements of the story quite well. So I kind of. By virtue of going to more of them, I've kind of gone, yeah, this is quite interesting. You know, it's it's uh now I draw the line at the recent big screen adaptation of Cats on the grounds of basic good taste, Sean, yeah, because yeah. like that was just awful. I'll never unsee those costumes that the, they put on the actors and the furry bits and yeah, yeah. No, yeah. actually I'm I'm having a meltdown here just thinking about it. Okay. So, you Fair know, enough. it doesn't always work. Um but I think it's historically, you know, both on stage and screen. I think when we live in interesting times, the musical always finds a way to come back. I think, and we are oh. certainly living in interesting times at the moment. That's an interesting think,
0: theory. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There was—you so you, you can even go back to at the end of World War Two, There was a huge surge in interest. Um, so that you know that has always happened, and I think yeah, we might just need jazz hands and song and dance numbers in our lives more right now. Yeah.
0: Uh, has there been, a, uh, or is anybody attempting to launch a stage version of La La Land yet? That's amazing that that hasn't happened yet, isn't it? Isn't it, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the film, as you know, mm. and uh, I, I, I would love to be, I I would be there for that. But like, there's all sorts of stuff coming. We're getting dropped, Dead, to The Dead Donkey and The Fast Show are <laughs> coming to stage this year. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying these words. We've had Only Fools and Horses, the musical. We've also had Monty Python live. So like the, the Faulty Towers thing, isn't that huge a step? Yeah. In fact, even they've already had a long run running um, Faulty Towers, the dining experience, which kind of debuted in Edinburgh a few years ago and became a proper Bonafide hit. And, you know, still running to this day where you get a three course
0: meal and a story involving the sitcom's characters, which is supposed to be heaps of fun. Oh my gosh. And Giant of a Man in Wicklow says, I'm waiting for a toy show, The Musical, The Musical, uh, which is a, a musical we'll certainly <laughs> all uh, go to see based on those uh, our, our Arctus Committee hearings. Esther, thanks a million, as ever. Uh, Esther McCarthy there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.